Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of the People in Places Extra podcast. I'm WNCT 9 on your sign anchor, Ken Watlington. Today's episode focuses on one man making a huge impact on the Greenville community, a community he now calls his home after growing up in another country in the Caribbean. We're talking to Jay Bastardo. He owns three restaurants across the city, Villa Verde, Villa Verde Dos, and most recently took ownership of Harvey's The Breakfast Place on Memorial Drive. Those restaurants have become key parts of the Greenville community over the years, but it's what he does in addition to feeding hungry souls that makes Jay so special. If you didn't see the video portion of Jay's feature on People and Places on WNCT 9 News at 5 o'clock on Thursdays, you can go to WNCT.com after you listen to the podcast, of course. Go to the On Your Side tab and find the People and Places page, and there you can find the video feature on Jay Bastardo. But the cool thing about this People and Places Extra podcast is we can take that entire interview I did with Jay for the video portion, which is only about two and a half minutes long, and we can have that entire interview here on the podcast. It's a great way to learn much more about the man who's making an impact here in Greenville. I grew up in La Romana, which is the eastern part of the island in the Dominican Republic, uh, in a little place called Villa Verde, which is what the name of the restaurant is on 10th Street, which also happens to mean Greenville. So I think God was orchestrating something when he brought me here. How did you actually make the decision and end up here? Well, I didn't. Uh, so I came when I was 15 um, from the Dominican Republic, and I landed in Newark, New Jersey, of all places, right? Uh, came down this way in 2008 with the family, made a decision with my wife and uh, at the time four-year-old son to come down this way because we just couldn't do it up there. Uh, came down in 08, uh, opened up a food truck in 2012, uh, which we set out in the middle of the college crowd from 8.30 at night to 3.30 in the morning. Uh, some of them were drinking uh, and having a good time. And uh, we were serving them tacos till three in the morning. And within nine months to the day, the community said that, you know, they had enough of the food truck, they needed a little bit more, which is where we stepped into the uh, brick and mortar on, uh, on 10th Street, and the rest of it is history. So the, the, the brick and mortar on 10th Street, it used to be a pizza hut, you can tell by the shape of the building. How'd you end up there? So there's a guy named Jackie James, which is the same person that rent me the lot where we used to set up the food truck at. Uh, Jackie James changed my life. He comes up to me one day uh, after he allowed me to set up the food truck on his lot on Fifth Street and says, hey Jay, um, I'm gonna have a restaurant coming up for rent. You think you're gonna take it? I was like, what, is this a joke? <laughs> uh, you know, and I gotta be honest, I didn't think that we were gonna be able to pull that off. Uh, we didn't choose to go to Penn Street. The community did that for us. So uh, the amount of business coming into the food truck now because ECU and college and, and all the teachers were professors were coming on board. 
uh, they started calling the food truck the uh, Phantom truck. Where, so it went from from the college kids coming to the food truck to now professors are looking for it, yeah. caterings are coming in. Uh, and when Jackie said that to me, it was like music to my ears. There was only one problem. Um, I didn't know how to run a restaurant. I didn't have the money to open up a restaurant. And Jackie James gave me the key to the place and said, go ahead, make it look better, get in there. So he gave me time for free. Uh, and my starting rent was very, very low, very affordable. Uh, to the point that I went up to Jackie James six months into it and said, hey man, I think you need to go up on the rent because uh, we're doing great. And you know, the story of Jackie James in my life, that alone is just amazing how God put him in my way and the things that he has done and how much he's impacted my life. Because I know a lot of people focus on what Jay has done and neglect to look into how many people have impacted Jay. Uh, they've made it easier for me to be where I'm at. Do you think the way you're able to now help people throughout this community comes from the fact that people helped you along the way? Man, I'm blessed, right? So that's where, I, when people ask me, I say, hey Jay, thank you for doing what you do. And number one, I don't pay for it. So the community is the one that pays us to do those yeah. things. So it's not funded by me, it's funded by community money by trusting us with their funds and and we pass it along. Then the other big part of that is, man, I've been helped in ways that I cannot even start telling. You know, I come from dirt floors to now being interviewed about how much of an impact we're making in a community that is foreign to us. You know, so life is good. That's amazing. Yeah. So you opened the second restaurant yeah. about five years ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. And it's a success. Correct. Kind of the same thing, but a little different. Just right. you know, kind of give people a little different option. Yeah. And then you end up at Harvey's. Yeah. Not Dominican food. Not at all. Just your breakfast, your diner, your old school American yeah. place. How did you end up with this place? Well, there's a guy named Dewey Nuker that came up to me, a friend of mine, really good guy, and said, Jay, I don't think that I can run Harvey's. It takes a lot more than what I thought it would take. And he gave us the opportunity to come in this uh, place. Uh, again, another one of those God's just drops it on your lap kind of thing. My biggest concern is how does a kid from the Dominican Republic now cooks breakfast for people that have been eating in this place for 20, 30 years? Southern, American, your, your, your diner experience, you know? Uh, and the same people keep eating here today. Uh, so that was one of the biggest concerns. Then the cool thing is that I had a lady named Mary Mary. Uh, who still works with us today and she's made some adjustments to the way we run business and Mary Mary is a character of her own uh, and what she did for us is that she said Jay don't try to come and change anything give them what they've been eating forever and with that in mind we did not change any of the sausages we did not change any of the food we didn't change the grits and the way that she cooks because she's been doing it for 30 years uh and man it's been a success it's been a success so you got three restaurants yeah uh, i saw you over the summer you know kind of just looking around other places in <laughs> eastern north carolina that's right is there anything you want to talk about that might be next or do you have maybe any goals that are further down the road that that hopefully you'll get to yeah there there's a fourth store uh, being on the works right now. Um, the, the exact location, we can't disclose just yet, 
Uh, but we're excited, man. We, we've been given so much. We have been given so, so much. So a lot is expected from us. So we're just going to continue to create opportunities and continue to be a platform. Apart from the food and feeding the hungry souls and making them happy, yeah. you're all over this community trying to help out in any way you can. Yeah. Why is that important to you? It's who we are. You know, it's not, a, it's not a thing that we try. It's not something that it became part of our business or the way we do business. It's who we are. You know, um, I come again, I come from dirt floors, man. So if, if I'm blessed in, in the way that we've been blessed and don't figure out a way to put that back into the community, then, then, then why am I doing it for? Uh, I'm selfish. You know, I tell people, why do I do it? Because I'm selfish. It's the one thing that makes me happy. Uh, I'm going to keep doing it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just having fun. I don't know how much is in the bank account. My wife every now and then has to hit me in the head and say, hey, we need to stop. But you know what? It's, it's, it's what got us here. And I think the community is going to continue to support it. It's the pay it forward mentality. Absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's one of those things that it should be the norm, right? So when a lot of people ask me or find what we do to be special, my concern is that why? Uh, what we do is not special. I think that that is what God created us all to be. And there's a lot more good than what we see. It's just that, unfortunately, it doesn't always make the headlines. Let me ask you uh, yeah. about Hurricane Fiona. Yeah. Uh, causes a lot of damage down yeah. to the Dominican. And now you're able now you're able to, to hopefully help and give back and help help your, your home rebuild. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, with Fiona going through the island in the Dominican Republic, it's, um, it's definitely uh, another challenge, right? Uh, but what's life about, right? Now we get the opportunity to go and show God's love and, and love on people that might feel forgotten, right? So it's a great opportunity for us as a family, us as a business, us as a community, because any, anything we do is going to represent Pete County well, uh, and, or the opposite. So what we're going to do now is uh, try to help rebuild uh, our native home, uh, which Greenville is home by all means, uh, but we also come from, we got another home, right? Which we one of those families that is fortunate enough to have two homes, like seriously have two homes and feel loved by both of them. And now it's a matter of answer the call. You know, they need us, we got to be there. What, what's a way people who are watching can help today, tomorrow? So go to our Facebook page. Uh, we're going to be posting about some of the needs. We're getting lists and pictures of what the needs are so that we can put it out to the community. Go to the Villa Verde Facebook page. Uh, we will be posting. There will be some on my page. Uh, what some of the needs are. Uh, some of them are going to come in the form of funding, uh, you know, money. Uh, and there's a lot of houses that need to be rebuilt. So there's a lot of building materials that is less trouble, uh, troubling if we can buy it down into the Dominican Republic. Now, uh, there's anything will and can help. So we're going to be collecting goods at all three of our sites uh, so that we can start packing stuff up and sending it to the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. And us here in Eastern North Carolina know the impacts hurricanes can make, so hopefully well, people will, will step up and help. You know, we've been impacted by a lot of storms here in Eastern North Carolina, so it's nothing new to us. We know what it takes, and uh, there's not a better group of people uh, to get to support and understand what the needs are in the Dominican Republic right now more than the Eastern North Carolina folks. So I'm sitting here listening to you and just the positivity, yeah. the, the wanting to help. Does it kind of blow your mind sometimes to think 
where you came from to where you are now and the platform you have? That's the drive, man. That's what makes it exciting. Is I cannot outgive God. And that's the cool thing about this thing, you know, that uh, we, we, we've been entrusted with a lot and to who much is given, much is expected. So I, I'm just thrilled that we're in a position to continue to help and still provide for our families in ways that I couldn't even imagine before. So, you know, my kids got options now. But it doesn't come from our work. It comes from our giving. You know, my kids knock on doors and they open up. That doesn't come from selling a lot of food. That doesn't come from selling a lot of sandwiches. That comes from our giving. And that is what makes it exciting that I can now give God. And, man, I, I'm going to do it to the day I drop. We want people to continue to pray. Uh, man, I think the message has been the same from the beginning. There's so much more good. There's so much more... <laughs> There's so much more that unites us than what divides us uh, as a nation, as a community, right? So we're getting ready to get into politics and we continue to let the parties divide our neighborhoods, our communities, our schools. Uh, and man, when you, in the, when you look at it, when you really take it for what it truly is, when it matters, people come together regardless of party. You know, in situations like storms or hurricanes coming through our community, Nobody's ever asked, uh, what's your political affiliation before I help you? So why are we so worried about it? Why are we continue to make that priority number one? Why does that continue to be what drives the conversation? Uh, and we need to change the narrative. That's not what Greenville, that's not what our community is about. Uh, and I see it every day, uh, not in what we do, but man, there's so much more greater than, than politics. It's like, why does it take a natural disaster or something <coughs> traumatic to bring people together? No doubt. Why can't we just do that every day? Why can't we not just enjoy each other, love each other, and understand that we are different? Because that's what makes this country special. You know, we are different, and that's okay. That is okay. I actually would be pretty boring if people were all the same. What's a typical day like? For me? Yeah. 4.30. Um, up and running. I got a little farm. I got a get to so typical morning start fairly early 4 30 in the morning uh, it's either harvey's or look at which place needs to be the most right uh, as far as business is concerned go to the farm um, hang out with my wife uh, listen to her listen to my wife uh, and there's a lot of work there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of running around there's a lot of conversations there's a lot of text messages uh, there's a lot of hey jay can you look into this and see if we can do something about it? Uh, there's a lot of community. I, I hope people understand that there is, when we say we're more than a restaurant, we're a platform for good, there's a lot more work that is being done behind the scene than what it's on social media. Uh, there are phone calls that will never make it on uh, social media. Uh, and that is not just us. Uh, that is the reality of most mm -hmm. small businesses in our community. That is the reality of every restaurant owner that I know uh, in our community. There is a lot more good, there's a lot more that goes into what we do than selling food. There's a lot more than uh, just keeping our drive-thrus going and, and how many, what's the ticket time. Uh, if you go to a lot of the small businesses in our community, you'll find out that they serve our community great and that's what makes this community special. Last thing. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so when you were doing the food truck, I'm yeah. guessing you were inside the truck, you were making the food, you were doing yeah. all the stuff. 
Yeah. How often do you actually get to get back there and make some stuff these days? I'm putting out fires, man. Uh, <laughs> so wherever I'm needed, uh, we all know everybody's struggling with staffing. Uh, and, you know, you've got to be ready to wear all the hats. Yeah. Uh, so I go from having an interview to go and jump on the grill at Harvey's because Mary Mary needs a break. Uh, so it just never stops. That's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> And my thanks to Jay Bastardo from Villa Verde, Villa Verde Dos, and of course Harvey's The Breakfast Place for sitting down with me and just let me kind of pick his brain about what life's been like since he moved to the United States and specifically what life's been like here in Greenville to not only start a business from scratch, but now to have three and soon four businesses here in Eastern North Carolina and the impact he's able to make in the community because of those businesses and the way he gives back consistently across Eastern North Carolina. Just a few of the ways he's helped is to help feed law enforcement during hurricanes. During the start of the coronavirus pandemic, he opened his doors and actually fed first responders free of charge. Also, during the start of the pandemic, he put together food drives to help struggling families. So, yes, he's feeding hungry souls at his restaurants across the East, but obviously he's doing much more to help families in any way that they might need help here in Eastern North Carolina. Again, that's Jay Bastardo from Villa Verde, Villa Verde Dos, and Harvey's The Breakfast Place. Don't forget, go to WNCT.com, find the On Your Side tab. There you'll find the People in Places page where you can watch my video feature on People in Places for Jay Bastardo there and all of the previous People in Places segments. Thank you so much for spending some time with us on this latest edition of the People in Places Extra podcast. I'm Ken Watlington. Hope you'll join me next time.